0: This is Bruce
1: And this is Trav
0: Jonathan is not with us tonight So this is Gaming on the Frontier Your podcast of being sent out to solve somebody else's problem and bring back treasure
1: Okay, and this is different from any other day in Gaming House
0: The topic for tonight is Fetch Quests Are Not Distractions and when we say they're not distractions we're saying they're not distractions away from the main storyline uh, they are they're there for a purpose and they you know we're going to talk about what that purpose is and why you shouldn't hate them i would say probably the the best example of that where it is the opposite is the whole uh snow speeder scene in uh, uh the empire strikes back on the planet hoth yeah okay yeah. these these guys up in, the, in, 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 in those walkers They're not worried about anybody They're going and no. firing And blowing speeders out of the sky And stuff like that It's, it's just all of a sudden you know, They, they figured out this ploy of, of wrapping up their legs And tilting them over And then you can shoot yeah. them From their soft underbelly But they were essentially Unless they had that, that ploy if, if no one had known to do that They just would have walked right in And just taken out the entire base because oh, okay. they were way too tough for guys that were, you know, uh, firing hand, you know, blasters. You know, the big ones, yeah, they had a chance of doing some damage. Okay. But, you know, until they basically took out the generator and those things didn't work. So I'm yeah. just saying there's a good way and a bad way. To do it, and and yeah, if you have a As you said, if they've got a secret weakness And you can do that Then yes, toppling the giant By tying You know, tying their shoelaces together Is a very satisfying moment Okay, but if you do it All the time, you know Then it's going to seem silly So it was, I'm glad they did it for that One thing, and they never did it again So, you know, that That was good Uh, One of the books uh, with, um Han, the Han Solo novels by Brian Daly. Yeah, yeah. At one point yep. they are on they, they were uh on Endor, and somebody's in one of those uh uh walkers, and the guy it's really hot because it's Endor It's a it's a it's not just a forest planet, it's kind of a tropical forest planet. Okay. And and the guy inside, he's going along, he finally says, he opens up the top of the um Uh, The hatch, the top hatch of of the walker. And uh, Chewie, who's been hanging up on the top of this tree all this time, you know, has uh, been waiting for uh, one of these guards to do this, opens it up, he drops right down inside of it and just explodes with his arms and just kills everybody inside. It didn't matter how much armor it was, you know, he he just had to wait for someone to give him an opening, and then he yeah. took them all off from the inside. So that was that was smart planning, you know. And, but I'm saying you wouldn't want to run a battle that way. No. Right. So.
1: Well, it's like my old kung fu master said. My old sifu. Technique always beats strength. Okay. And just yeah, you find that one little opening or planning or. You have a certain style and, yeah, you have the big thing Plotting along It's all just going to take that one little Chink in the armor, as it were And you go in there
0: and do what you got to do Right Uh, Unless, of course, you've got a bunch of Ewoks That have these big logs on either side of the path Yeah Uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Boom, together, you know Which, by the way, they did It's not a callback, but I swear You know, the one scene when they're talking about Um uh, the dwarves in uh, the misty mountains, uh, the lonely mountains, and it shows the one guy holding up an ingot of of steel and these two giant hammers coming down and slamming together. As oh yeah yeah I I, I always remember those two scenes together. But anyways, that's that's enough of a tangent. We've we kind of got crazy. All right. So again, of course, you know, as you're going on these fetch quests, you're also going to gain ra- raw materials. Uh, probably crafting knowledge as, by reading books or talking to people, you know, and other helpful items—not major quest items, just helpful items that may only be in certain places because it makes sense for them to be there and not, you know, not to be other places. You like know, doing this fresh quest. You you gained a lot of stuff that will help you. You know, it's a tool that'll help us later on.
1: Again, um, and I mentioned this earlier, the setting amethyst and they have, oh, if you're making a magic item above a thousand a thousand gold pieces, you have to incorporate these certain materials. So, yeah, they encourage the GMs who run that setting, which I'm using for my Sunday game, uh, to go and get, oh, the Coralite or the Angelite or whatever, because we got to incorporate this into your backpack a holding. Oh, the coral light has to be in the buckles of the backpack. So you gotta put that in there. And yeah, so that that this fetch quest will help you gain this material that, yeah, I have it for, you know, this backpack, you know, that I the buckles and the straps, you know, all have this metal in it. Oh, but I still have some left that I can use for later on. You know, oh, I need to have this made. Oh, I just happen to have some of this angel light on me. Here you go. Yeah. Um crafting knowledge. Yeah, because you... Yeah, in OGL, it'd be like your item creation feats are just building up your your, your mundane craft skills like craft smithing or craft leatherworking or jewelry or whatever.
0: Yeah, it, it, and it could be uh, a skill you didn't have before, you know?
1: See, and I'm, I'm, I'm running the, the whole... Well, we might talk about this later... Um, I'm reminded of, oh, you EverQuest quest and you go and you fish and fish and fish and fish, and you might get some useful items for later, but there's a downside to that, which we'll talk about later about that. Yeah. You have, yeah, I've got like 15,000 fish. Oh, and some fish guts and a fish bone or two. Oh, look, and here's a big bone from a fish that I can use to make a bowl or whatever. But yeah. And, uh, Okay, this neck this final one here. Reinforce the main quest line. It it because you've done oh, I've gained rare materials and new skills and I've gained feats and I have this reputation and I have you know I've gained information about the world in particular, all of that in the end will help you in the main goal that you're trying to do because as they say knowledge is power you're going to have all this new information which in the end if it's a well-planned adventure by your gm it will help you get the job done because oh wait remember that one time we went to where we learned about the legend yeah here yeah that's it that's the marker that leads to that legend yeah we can yeah and so, yeah. It, it again, and it, it's planning on the GM's part where, well, what what is the term? And you've used it about the gun that's sitting on the the table, foreshadowing. And yeah, if you have a gun on the table and they show it, it's going to be used later on. Yeah,
0: Chekhov's gun.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I,
0: it's I, if you yeah. if you introduce it in the first act, you have to use it by the by the fourth.
1: Yeah, and so just all of this stuff that we mentioned, it is a means to an end. It will help you get the job done in one way or another. And again, it's it's on how well your GM plans the side quests and how they fit into the adventure and everything, and that. That that for some it is a hard one skill. Just yeah, but in the end, that reinforcement main quest line, you're thinking, oh, we went on all these little things and side treks and all this. No, it was worth it. You'll it'll pay. You'll get the big payoff because all of these help reinforce. Even if it's just knowledge of the world you're in, it still will help you get to your your end game as it were. So
0: Right. Well, actually what I was thinking about in this case was where let's say there's this big bad. Okay. He's this big bad is this, you know, evil, you know, succubus in a tower, you know, on the other side of the map. All right. You know, okay. and and you're in and, and and you're supposed to you know you're supposed to at some point go and take her down because, you know, that way freedom and justice, you know, will come into the land and things like that. Well, that's all very amorphous. It's all, you know, know, it doesn't have any teeth to it, all right? But then you go on a fetch quest, and you go over to a town, and you find out that her, her... so a squad of soldiers from her has basically come into that town and killed everybody there, or grabbed them all and took them off into slavery to work in the mines, or just stole all the food. And so these people are now starving because all their food—it's you know it's winter and all the food they were planning on using throughout the winter is gone—is gone to feed her army. All right, is that reinforces? Your idea that she needs to be stopped Yeah That, you know, I mean, killing one group of uh, Now maybe you could chase after them And kill that squad of guys And bring the food back Okay, that would be a fetch quest You know, and it, and But the point is, is that That's only one group There's there's lots more You gotta cut off that You know, that evil at, at the deck At the source And so, it, you know, These by seeing these very um, graphic, you know, displays of what, it, you know, of, of why you want to complete your goal, you know, reinforces your desire to go to that goal, and it also uh, justifies your actions yeah. in. Doing that your choices of skills, your choices of equipment, you know how you move through the map that's all going to be based upon what you see you know in these various places you go what people tell you about the world it's there for a purpose the g m is using it to nudge you to fire your 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 uh your, you know the, the fire up your gut. To uh, you know, give you the knowledge you need in order to 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 go in the direction you need to go. To you know, make you hate the right people and love you know, uh, and, and and love the love the wrong people. I, I think I got that confused, <laughs> but anyways, um, you know th- that's what I'm talking about. Reinforcing the main quest line. There's a there is a main quest line. It's basically the plot that the GM wants you to do. And, but if they make, if they just force you along that route. It's the plot rail-roading. hammer,
1: railroading, right? The, railroading. The Nobody wants it, up on big time, right? Yeah.
0: But if you nudge them by giving them object lessons in why they should be going in that direction, then they will, you know, naturally want to do that. And it's called motivating, you know. But you know, it's yeah. and and you know, if, and if it makes them. Become, I don't want to use the word better because that's that's loaded. Uh, if it makes them uh, have more agency, makes them more developed as characters, yeah, all the better. You know, because you know you can have this nameless person. Well, I mean, again, in a video game, turn on God mode. Okay, I'm now going to walk in a straight line to you know uh, to the other uh, to the other end of the map and kill the queen. Uh, kill kill the succubus, and you could probably do that. Okay, unless there was some key you had to have along the way, and just and and now the game is over. As a matter of fact, in Fallout Four, there were people when you know when the game first came out, they they complained about the fact that they completed the game in seventeen hours mm. because you could just do nothing, but. The main quest line. You could just go and every time someone said, "Hey, you know, uh, I want to talk to you about something," you say, "Nope, nope, not talking to you." Nope, keep going on the quest line because there was a main quest line which was to find your son, all right, and to get back together as, as with your son and be a family, all right. And there's very, you know, I mean, there, there's really very few side. You know, there's a couple side quests that are involved in it because they a couple people won't talk to you unless you do things. But mostly it was prelinear. Uh if you just if you yep. kept ignoring the side quests, okay, if you kept ignoring the fetch quests, kept ignoring all the things you were seeing. Uh and yeah, you could complete it in seventeen hours, and at which point I'm kinda like, Well, what did you know, you, you did it, you found out the answer to your question, you now have the, now what are you get to do with yourself? Is, is the game over for you? If it, you know, it could be. They say, "All right, I did it. I'm done. Let's shut this thing off, re- uninstall." But I spent 400 hours, basically going around, talking to people, helping people out, learning about the world. You know, and those all made when I I, I finally did. You know, uh, complete that main storyline. It became knowing the people that were out there made it more meaningful. Made the choices that I. I was going to make more meaningful because yeah. you know there were there were some people that uh, you, you know you might not think too bad one way or another about you might accept everything that they said to you because they're the only ones talking to you you know you you run into the big bad and the big bad says oh uh uh uh, and, and as a as a good example uh though I didn't like the series too much the the latest remake of Flash Gordon the guy that Ming is essentially like a middle manager he's he, yeah he, he's not a he's not a a conqueror he basically He's a negotiator, and he's a behind-the-scenes backstabber. But the point is, yeah. is that you go talk to him, and he see, and, and he seems like he did the. He's the greatest guy in the world. Every brought everybody together, kept everybody alive. You know, um, and now everybody can live in harmony. You know, much like A um, uh, penalty of death. Right, yes. like President Snow in uh, the whole. Um,
1: Hunger Games? Hunger Games,
0: yes I kept thinking of the other names Of the uh, the other books, yeah The Hunger Games, okay There was an atomic war And President Snow and, And these various districts Held together, you know, through thick and thin And they were able to keep the human race And civilization still going What a great guy And if all you ever did was talk to you know, go straight from there and talk to presidents. No, he might very well be able to convince you that that even though there some bad things happened, it was a choice between that and everyone dying. So we, yeah. we made those choices, you know, we're very sorry. We're trying to get to the point where those choices don't have to be made anymore and everything will be fine. When in truth was, you know, he was a bitter, hateful person and You know, a lot of the the evil that happened in that world Was because the, the strong were able to prey on the weak And the system was designed to let that happen Yeah So if you don't do any of these side quests Or any of the fetch quests You don't learn that information Okay, and so you get a Not, I would say skewed You know, maybe limited view And when you make decisions at the end it could be that route, you know, As a matter of fact, is, is that you know, in one of the games I played, and again it's another video game, I believe it was Baldur's Gate Two, or yeah. one, uh, maybe Neverwinter Night Two, uh, but there was this demon. This elder demon that was basically the bad guy for all this stuff. And I went through all these things and all these quests and all this stuff. And all, and I finally get to the very end. The guy's like, well, if you've got 500,000 gold pieces on you, I'll just leave this plane and we'll come back ever. And I looked at my inventory and I said, I have 500,000 gold pieces. I don't have to fight you. Go. Leave. <laughs> so... It is you know you might say well gee you missed out all the drama and the big battle and that was the point of the whole game and it was like well it was except that my character just wanted the big bad gone so he could basically yeah. live a peaceful life and 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 all those people that were soldiers out there on the field wouldn't have to die you know of course yeah they're all bits and bytes in a computer game but if you embrace the idea that you're representing your side you know. Paying somebody off so they never come back. I and,
1: saved lives, I'm yeah, half a million gold pieces poorer, but that is incomparable to your father, brother, uncle, son coming home today, yeah.
0: right? So you know, it it was it was very weird, you know, that that option was given to me because in most games they wouldn't have ever did done that. I appreciate the fact that I did have that option, you know, and um, so. I'm just saying is that a good GM can will, will design the game so that there are multiple options on the main quest line, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, I'm just uh, we, we were talking about reinforcing the main quest line, so yeah, yes. whatever the reason is that you're, you know, whatever the goal is in the game for the of the mission, the the adventure, the campaign, okay, then your side quests, if possible. Should reinforce that. Now, it's not their primary purpose, you know, um, but it's not a bad thing if it happens, you know, and everything, you know, and anything that gives your character more agency, more choices, those are always good, even if they don't, if the player never uses them. All right, so we should, uh, so we've kind of been talking around it. so, what you know, the, the last topic I have is what fetch quests shouldn't do. Okay, and the number one thing I have here, and by the way, these are not in, in, in a hierarchy, but the first thing I listed was a, uh, a fetch quest shouldn't allow grinding.
1: And yeah, you defined it to me earlier. Define for the listeners exactly okay. what you mean by
0: grinding. Grinding is where you engage in an activity to gain a result. Okay, and you can do it as many times as you want. So theoretically, you, you could basically sit. You know, go go into the cave of undead. Okay, and fight skeletons. Uh, which come back every 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 night. They, they rise back up again, go back there and find some more, rise your character from first to tenth level, you know. And and so now, before you go out on the rest of the mission, you're now tenth level instead of first level. And everything after this is boring, because you're, you're so powerful. Okay, now, uh, that's grinding. Okay, it might also be that, hey... Uh, you know, as I kill these monsters, they also drop coins or they drop you know treasure of some kind, and so you gather that. Now you're rich, and you go into town, and instead of you going on a quest to find a magic item or something like that, you just buy it at a local store. Yeah. So, you know, that's grinding, and I think you know I-, I-, I played plenty of games where I had to do it. Which was because of bad game design Where the, yeah. monster, the next encounter I ran into was so powerful That there was no way that I could do it Unless my character was 6th level So I was 4th level So I went into the Cave of Undead And gr- you know, grinded for 2 levels Okay. Just so I would, so I'd have the, 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 the you know the extra abilities, the extra hit points, the extra whatever money to buy better armor, so then I could then go on to do the next part, the next set battle on the main quest line. You know, and and that's that's an example of grinding. Um, the it's it's uh, yeah, almost every game has a place like that. Uh, I've certainly had it in enough of my enough of my tabletop RPGs. You know, everybody's in town, and, and they're like, "Well, you know, what what can we do? You know, the you know, the, the the they want us to go do you know take down this bandit king chief, but he's too tough. You know, what do we do? Well, you know, I know that uh, someone says, "Well, I I hear there's some goblins, you know, nesting over by you know the the fork of these two two rivers." He says, "I bet if you went down there and cleaned them out, I bet that uh, they'd give you some treasure. You find some treasure, buy some better equipment. So you start going out and grind that, and then you go find another place where there's some more low-level guys. Grind that, go into the the cellar of every um, uh, inn and every." Um, uh, General store. There's always giant rats in the basement causing trouble that you need. To, you get to kill. <laughs>
1: this is, it reminds me of going in EverQuest or WoW. And what are you doing? I'm in the town killing rats. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Is just, yeah,
0: That's that's grinding. And and but I, yeah,
1: after a while they make it. You get higher and higher. After a while, you're just not gaining experience for them. It's like okay, you're just wasting time and getting nothing in return. Right. Yeah, I did notice that in EQ and WoW that. Yeah, I went back fourth level and killed rats And I'm getting one experience point As opposed to, you know, ten Well, yeah, yeah, it's because you're fourth level
0: Yeah, they're they're trying to discourage you From grinding on those particular monsters But they're not trying to discourage you From grinding Which is what I'm saying Is that a fetch quest should not be You know Another thing with online games Is that there's that one woman Who's lost her cat Every time you go back to talk to her She's lost the cat again Sending you out to go find the cat You go out to try to find the cat You run into goblins on the way You kill the goblins, find the cat, bring it back Rinse and repeat This is terrible game design But, you know It it, it is especially true in online games You know, because They have to to reset everything For the other players You know, and So, I'm just saying, so a, a fetch quest Should not be grinding It should not, you know And you shouldn't give the same fetch quest over and over again because, again, that's just promoting grinding. All right. Mm -hmm. So, that's uh, another thing that shouldn't happen is, is that your fetch quest should not break relationships or gain bad rep without the player intending to do that.
1: In other words, the GM is intentionally looking to destroy any good favor that this character has. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. This fetch question should not be we are looking to permanently taint the paladin's good nature. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I've seen that happen. You know, I've seen things where some person says, Hey, I'll give you 50 gold pieces, you know, uh, if you go and, um, uh, you know, this, this, this guy stole from me, you know, go and uh, get, get my stuff back. And it turns out that, you know, the guy never stole from him. You know, you're stealing stuff from that guy that rightfully belongs to him. Now, yeah. you know, now, you know now now you've taken a huge dip on your karma. Or, yeah. you know, maybe maybe some of your uh, when, when when the truth comes out, may maybe some of your companions say, "I can't be with you." You know, I can't be known as someone who associates with people that just go in and robs the poor. You know, so I'm saying is that a fetch quest should not you know, shouldn't break a relationship without the player knowing that's gonna happen. Right. And saying, right. yes, I I'm willing to do this because there's another benefit I'm going for. Um, you know, I, I want to steal, you know, that um that necklace of fireballs because I know that I'm gonna be I'm gonna I know that it's gonna help me a lot down the line. And even though everyone's gonna think I'm a, a complete jerk for doing that. Uh, I have made the decision that it's important for me to, you know, uh, this re for me to succeed at the main quest line. So you know, this guy made this I'm offer stealing to
1: this necklace of fireballs from this person. But yeah, we have to kill the ice dragon. Trust me, there's a means to an end. Yeah,
0: right. Right. You're you're deciding to go that route. Okay. Yeah. So now you know, and, and it's okay. You know. For you to take that hit to your honor, or or break the relationship stuff like that, if you if you know you're going to do that, if you know that that's going to happen, it's just it shouldn't ever. Ha-
1: I lost yeah, I lost a few friends, but I killed the ice dragon that's been you know slaughtering your herds every year. So yeah, you know, <laughs> what uh, that's not steel diamonds to bring back gold, but um. Kind of like Batman breaking a few minor laws to preserve a greater good. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Well, yeah, just, and he's got and yeah. he's
0: got a bad rep for that. He's known as and, a
1: vigilante. Yeah. And
0: he, yeah, and he's he's okay with it. He's done it intentionally. You know, he's he he hasn't suddenly been. You know, he he's not the you know the butcher of Bakersfield. Yeah. Yeah. You, what when you do things, you know. That you've been told to do, that you've been quested to do, as these fetch quests, it sh- you shouldn't be breaking laws to do them, unless you're part of an underworld faction and you're supposed to be doing that. Yeah, if, if you have to uh, go into a location, and and literally by going into the location, let's say a temple, okay, you know th- there you know th- there's no guards, there's. Uh, you know, there's just a big opening, and you walk inside, and it's akin to walking into the, whole, you know, the, the holiest of holies in the, the Jewish synagogue where you know, the Ark of the Covenant was supposed to be, and anybody who goes in there who's not a high priest is supposed to be killed you know for the sacrilege okay yeah. so you walk in there and suddenly you know all these guards appear around you you know and they're all saying you know blasphemer sacrilege you have broken all these laws and you had no clue you just simply following the stupid quest okay you know just doing what you were asked to do you know that's you shouldn't be you shouldn't be held responsible for those laws that you weren't aware of okay you know unless of course you know i, I mean you know, if you do break the laws, it's just like the other one. You know, you you know you're doing it. You know you're breaking the laws in yeah. order to do it. Okay. Um, again, there's a there's a video game. Uh, uh, the very first Baldur's Gate, a video game. You can go and attack probably the most famous mage in the entire kingdom.
1: Elminster. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: There, you know, there was a location you could stand, and you could uh, that he couldn't reach, but you could because of you know pathfinding, and you could stand there and shoot arrows into him until he died, and then you go and you rob his body, you take his stuff, all right, you know, and you have all kinds of great stuff now, right? Now in the video game, there was no doubt, da- there was no downside, all right, but uh, you know there should have been.
1: Yeah, it's Elminster. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You should have had the lo- you you should have had the worst rep that there ever was. Okay. So uh, and some
1: really good arrows. If you're killing Elminster with arrows, yeah. Right. Was,
0: yeah. Right. You know, but because it wasn't part of the game, nobody's the 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 designers never expected this to happen. There was yeah. there was no there was nothing programmed to be a consequence to this so you did this you gained it you, you go off and, and the rest of the game is quite a bit easier as a result yeah. you know and, it, and likewise you know it's like uh, can you shoot animals in the forest well if you don't know that the forest belongs to the duke then you know you then it, it's kind of a you know a, a, it, it's it's kind of a lousy trick to suddenly yeah. go and say, "Hey, you know, you're you're now a criminal. We're gonna hang you. We're gonna put you in jail. You know, for forced labor and things like that. You know, yeah. Uh, because you didn't know you were doing that. You know, now, you know, it, it, I've seen lots of times where you did that. You go into the prison. You meet some guy. You know, he gives you essential information for the main quest line and whatever like that. Okay, well then." It's not a you know. It really wasn't a fetch quest, okay? It really was you know a side quest on the main quest line, posing as a fetch quest. You know, if it's really a fetch quest, it they shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just that's just dirty pool, you
1: know. um. Well, and and that does lead us into our next thing: breaking laws. You shouldn't be breaking laws unless you are part of an underworld faction. And it's not quite an underworld faction, but I'm reminded and I will amend the line from the movie to keep relatively PG-13. The first Ant-Man. Yeah, let me tell you, Hank, my days of breaking in and stealing stuff is over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break in and place and steal stuff. (laughs) Now, if you're meaning to do this, break a law and go, yeah, then it's... Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, remember Scott was a criminal.
0: And you know you're doing it.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. It, there's no false pretenses. Yeah.
0: I mean I I mean it may be illegal, but it's it's a choice that your character made, you know, not not got trapped into it, not got falsely accused into it, you know. That's that's uh Yeah. I don't
1: just,
0: I, I I I I don't like that sort of thing, you know, and uh um and I don't do it, so I don't have any real examples from my tabletop, you know. The closest thing that I came up to was um, they, the player characters were in a group. They ran into um, a bunch of guys that were fighting monsters. The monsters killed this one guy. Uh, and they all had to flee back to their stronghold When they go inside, one of the group comes over to one of the party members And tries to throw down with them Saying, is it, you're the reason that those monsters showed up? You and all of your, you know, noisy uh, machines and things like that You know, you, you instead of being stealthy and, 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 and being good woodsmen You just made all this noise, they showed up Now my friend is dead he says, you're going to pay, and tries to, you know, punch, you know, get into a fight with him. Yeah. You know, and so he's basically picking a fight with the player character. And the player character is like, I didn't do anything except just drive over here. You, you know, it's not my fault you were there, you know, getting into a fight with these monsters. And I turned to him and I said, well, look he says i understand what you're saying however you know this is an opportunity for you to to build a bridge between your two groups you could have said all right let's let's have a, 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 a an honorable combat Manu and my will 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 we'll go and uh, first blood yeah you know we'll, we'll, first blood or uh, arm wrestling or you know some of that or you know you could say you know i know what you're going through because i had my i i lost my brother exactly the same way you know and and my and and i feel in my heart the pain you're feeling now and the guy's like and and they're like really yeah, it really hurts, and then you know, and all of a sudden this big hugging thing yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And, and and now these guys are like brothers because they made a connection, a shared pain yes. that used to bridge between them. But instead, you know, the guys like they ended up getting into one of these like yelling at each other, and the two groups grabbing them by the arms and pulling them apart, and not no benefit came out of that at all. So, you know. I don't, you know, it's this was not a fetch quest, but I'm just saying, is that you know the this is the sort of thing that you should try to do, which is to find ways of bridging, you know, making relationships, bridging, you know, to people that you're having an issue with, you know, they they try to find common ground, try to uh, find an honorable way to resolve it that doesn't cause either side to be worse off than they started. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, possibly, if you're rich and the other person's poor, pay the wear guilt. You know. Yeah. I mean, there. It amazes me sometimes where things happen. You know, and 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 people who are literally, you know, they are poor as dirt. Okay. And 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 the player characters are walking around with a kingdom amount of gold and treasure on them, and they're like, well, you know. That's just tough. That's the way life is. You live, you die. You know, yeah. too bad. And I'm like, wow. And you're the paladin, right? Or <laughs> you know, you, you, you're you're the you're the heroes that everyone's going to sing songs about. Well, I think these guys are going to have a different uh, a different verse in that song to sing. Yeah. So yeah. So like like I said, these 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 quests, these side quests, or these uh, these fetch quests they give an opportunity for you to define your relationships to these groups and sometimes in unexpected ways. So, And if you're smart you know, and a, a good role player, then you'll take advantage of it. And if you're a good GM, you'll provide those opportunities. All right, so number four was Fetch Quest shouldn't use up consumable items just to eliminate them from the game world.
1: And you have in parentheses the only healing is potions. Yeah, that that's kind of again. I think that's the GM being a jerk, going, "Okay, they have this stuff. I want to get rid of this item, so they don't have it anymore." And yeah, that that's a phallic move on the GM if they're doing something like that. That's right. that's bad. That's intended bad planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's right up there with kind of railroading. Yeah, I want to have them burn up all these. One shot consumable items, so they don't have them anymore. So I can, you know, get them. And it's like no, GMs
0: don't do that. Just no, right? Uh, I know. Uh, in one example, in one game, uh, they uh, they ran across this this red potion, and the red potion gave them like titan strength. Yeah. So of course they're not going to use it, right? And the GM, you know, the, the the didn't want them to keep it because if they had it at the at the big final battle, then of course it is going to be like you know really easy for them to take the big bad out. So instead, um, he uh, he sends them on a fetch quest to a cave that has a um, uh, has the cave entrance. Crash in and the cave fills with poison, and everybody except for one character dies. Ah, in order to get everybody back to town so they can get resurrected, he has to carry them in his inventory. Hmm, okay. The only way he can carry that much weight is by drinking the red potion. Yeah, yep. So he does, takes them all back. Everybody gets raised. Everybody's back in business again. Red potion's gone. That was, you know, that was a lousy fetch yeah. quest. Yeah. And, and and I don't even remember, you know, what what the actual <laughs> what they were actually there for, but they were after something, you know. But yeah, something like that, you know. Uh, you know, just having fetch quests so that valuable items get used up, uh, is not a good idea. Uh, it's better, you know. There, the the better way of handling that is simply by limiting the amount of of uh, storage you can carry stuff. So yeah. that either at some point you have to sell it, or you have to leave it behind, or something like that, rather than than just you know using it up just to use it up. Yeah, you know, because the GM is evil. And is conspiring against you.
1: That brings up the whole adversarial relationship, which we're trying to not have you GMs do with your players or your players do with your GMs. It's not an adversarial relationship. The GM doing right. something like that, you're bound to have players leave your game for that. Just like, oh, you're going to do this? Fine. I can't have anything of value? Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're no. that's a big no-no, You, those of you behind the screen.
0: And I and I did that once. <laughs> i admit you've to it. And you
1: learned from it, yes. Oh
0: yeah, I learned from it because basically I lost an entire group as a result. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, because what happened was is that somebody had a uh, basically the uh uh had like kit from Knight Rider. Yeah. Okay, and I it was I could see it, it was a problem, and so I decided to get rid of it. So I said, well, the thing's made out of. It's actually made out of plastic, which means it's flammable. So, Uh, in a certain circumstance, there was flame nearby, car caught on fire. Burned up.
1: Ah, okay.
0: And it was gone. And the player character really felt that that was a dick move on my part. Yeah. And he was right. Uh, And uh, even though he... Try he made a made a new robotic, you know, companion. Yeah, uh, it wasn't the same as the car, and eventually he decided to leave the the campaign. Problem was is that he was kind of the head of the group, and they all said, "Well, we're going to go wherever you go." So they all left me.
1: Oh, okay, well,
0: and I had to get a whole new group. Remember, so, folks, and that-
1: we, are, we we Bruce and I and Jonathan were not. Perfect GMs. We have done things as GMs that have had consequences. We've had regrets. They were learning lessons, and yeah, just to let you know, we 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 three, and you know the other people that have been on this podcast, we've all taken our lumps on the road of where we've gotten today. Where we say, oh, we have a century role playing experience, but not all that experience was good experience. And yeah, we we've screwed up along the way. It's when you
0: do it repeatedly,
1: that's the problem That's when you, you know, slow learning curve Yeah,
0: yeah. if you don't learn from it Yeah Yeah. And, you know, that was, you know And and if I had just simply followed the adage of A, don't be a dick And B, you know, make sure the players You know, that you increase the players' agency Instead of decrease the players' agency And everybody's here to have a good time So don't step on their good time Right I mean, those three... You know those those three goals of themselves would have steered me clear of that situation. Yeah. But I was younger and I hadn't learned that yet. Yep. So yeah. All right. So uh, use up consumable items just to eliminate them from the game world uh, is a uh, is is a phallic move. Okay.
1: Fetch quest shouldn't
0: should not be available. Yeah. Fetch quest shouldn't be available if the players can't handle the situation. You know, I've had lots of GMs to say, "Oh, well, there's all these quests, and uh, if they pick one that's too dangerous, that's their own lookout. They should have either done more research before they went out, or you know, they uh, uh, or those are just the no- the hard knocks, or you know, you know, it's D and D. You're supposed to lose your first character. Oh." oh. If there's a, a quest that's is for higher level characters, you know, and they're lower level characters, you sh- they shouldn't be available for them to see or it should be you know someone should basically say no, I'm not going to let you take this quest because it's too hard for you, you know. And the the classic board job board at the Adventures Guild yeah. is like this. They usually you know they they that's why you know in, they do it a lot in anime, but it's not a bad idea you know to basically go and rate the adventurers based upon their abilities, you know, and then at, at which point it says you can take anything level C and below. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and and of course I would highly re- at level C I'd re- highly recommend that you take a bunch of your friends along with it rather than doing it by yourself. You know, that's you know but you know but if they try to take an A quest, you just go, no, no dude, it's not I'm, I'm, if you want to go out there and commit suicide, you go right ahead. Yeah. But we're not going to a. We're not going to go re- uh, look for you if you don't come back. And b. If you actually manage to come back, we're not going to give you any money for it because it wasn't an authorized quest. Yeah. You know, and and that's and those are not dick moves. That's that's you know the NPCs. You know, understanding that the world you know is full of varying levels of danger, and being you know, and giving you the heads up. Yeah. You know, because nobody you know, because the, the example that I I know about there was this quest to go and kill a giant, or not a giant, a go uh, kill an ogre. Okay, which you know, for most people sounds like a pretty standard type thing. Well, it turns out that ogres are more like elemental spirits, and to kill one. Uh, would cause um, a, a vast disruption in the elemental magic of the area. Ah. And B, you know, they're good guys. They're not evil. Just because it's so, just because someone's willing to pay you to do something doesn't mean that it was, you know, something that you should have done. And, and and the GM's like, well, they, they should have figured this out along the way. You know, meanwhile, you know... Uh, you know, and, and if you can gain partial experience by getting so far and then turning back, realizing it was a mistake, okay, that's all right. But you know, uh, but somebody should have warned them right from the yeah, beginning. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, unless you're some kind of a you know a, you know a, a a bad person, you know, unless you know you know, you, you, you you know your 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 goal in life is to hang around with the uh, The brute gang that uh, you know goes around and and drags people who are in debt off to debtor's prison. Unless you want to be one of them as a career choice, then you really shouldn't be doing this quest. Yeah, because you know it's these are. Yeah, as a matter of fact, what's this even doing up here on this board? I mean, yeah, yeah. Someone slipped this in, you know, the night before. This keeps coming back on the board. We keep tearing it down, so. Yeah, stuff like that, you know, and uh, which actually could be kind of could be kind of cool. Where there's these mysterious quests that keep reappearing on the job board, you know, because someone slips in late at night and sticks it up there, hoping that somebody's going to be stupid enough to grab it and go off on the quest, you know, uh, be, without anybody realizing what's what's really up, you know, uh, you know that's that that could actually uh, be a good thing in in a campaign. You know, to because obviously, whoever that person is, you're going to run into them later. You know, it'll be an opportunity for you to decide which side of the big, ba- of the big battle that's coming up you want to be on. You know, you could get there and finally say, No, actually, I'm on the side of the bad guys. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to fight against the kingdom forces. <laughs> so,
1: okay. So, the final thing that fetch quests shouldn't do. And this is probably the biggie: break the main quest line.
0: Yeah, TPK. It,
1: yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Just no. That's kind of that's kind of, that's kind of a corollary to number five. But that's not the only thing I mean. I mean, yeah. If you have a fetch quest that basically removes an item that's essential to the main quest line and you know and and you sell it to a uh to a store and then you you realize later on oh we really needed that you come back to the store and it's like it's not there they don't you know they they don't know where it went or anything like that it's gone and you're like well i can't complete this game now i can't complete this adventure great <laughs> uh uh murdering you know <laughs> Murdering one of the the quote essential NPCs? I mean, you might do that, but uh it shouldn't be part of a fetch quest. So, you know, that that guy whose wife, supposed wife, came running off and asking you for shelter, you know, if he's actually essential to the to the quest line later on, you know, and you kill him because, you know, you know, he he, he demands that you give her give her up or else. Yeah. And then, and then now, now you get to a certain point, and you can't go any further because the NPC that you're supposed to talk to, or supposed to deal with, or supposed to act against you isn't there. That's that's just bad design. Yeah. That's you know, I mean, either he shouldn't be there, or you should have another sock puppet to step into yeah. their place. You know, because the one thing that I, I've learned in life is everybody is replaceable.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Except your kids. Right, right. <laughs> There is no job that they 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 can't replace you with somebody else. Even if you're the chosen one, <laughs> how many times have we heard that?
1: The chosen one of the moment, yeah.
0: The hero of prophecy, and of course, what I really like is where they you know uh, in some of these anime where they they do the they do the thing you know uh, the the summoning thing and. But they they do it just a little bit off, and they get somebody who's actually not the right person. And all of a sudden, you're being they're saying, "Well, you, you know, we, you're exactly the person we need. We summoned you, and you're like, I have no idea why you think I can do this. This is, you know, I have no interest in this. Whatever, you know." And there's another one which was called um, uh, now I can't remember the name of it. It was um, it was like you know. uh In another world, as a uh herbalist or something like that, and they summoned two heroes and there was only supposed to be one so you know the 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 crown prince looks at this you know pretty blonde. Young thing and says, ah, you're you're the chosen one. You know, he says, you know, we'll we'll get you all trained up and tweaked out with all kinds of gear and things like that, and you'll be you'll you'll solve all our problems. What about this one? Oh, we don't need her. You know, and she she goes she goes off and and just you know, yeah, she's a spare, <laughs> and and uh, or, or you know, just just pay no attention to that woman standing over on the side who's kind of homely. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, doesn't looks looks kind of dour and and, and, and unhappy. You know, and yeah, uh, and, and is older than me, so therefore not a proper uh, uh, marriage prospect. Yeah. So of course, as as the anime goes, it turns out she's got um, she's got all the power. And, and to their credit, when the crown prince realizes he's made this mistake, he actually doesn't he doesn't double down on it. He actually says, well, okay, so uh, we're going to have to start supporting her. But can we do it in such a way that I don't look like a total idiot to my father? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they actually are real about it. You know, he's like, okay, I screwed up, you know. But at the same time is that, you know, so she starts working with the other hero and starts teaching the other hero some stuff that makes her more powerful. Oh, okay. But she's still not the one. You know, when when the chips are down, she's the one that pull. You know, that that completes whatever the quest is. You know, like you know she's she's over there trying to cast these various spells and things like that you know and 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 uh powerful fighting spells and things like that meanwhile he says we're trying to clear you know this area has been poisoned by these monsters and they have like bad mana and it's soaking into the ground and nothing but weeds and 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 corrupted plants grow in this area oh okay puts the stick you know puts the stave down sings the prayer whatever Whoop. A mile wide circle, all the weeds disappear and nice fresh green grass grows up. And everyone's like, Oh, it's amazing. And she says, Is it? Okay, I'm glad you like it. Meanwhile, I got these tomatoes over here that I really want to get some seeds out of because I think they go really well in the kitchen. Because I, you know, because she's trying to recreate a Caesar salad back at the castle. <laughs> She really, she really doesn't want to be the hero. <laughs> she just happens to have to do. She just has to show up and do the hero things when the hero things yeah, need to be done. Yeah. And every, and everybody that she knows there is like going, keep it on the down low. If the if the king finds out that you're the real hero, then this little life you've been living is over. <laughs> You're, you're going to be in the middle of court politics and everything else, and everyone's going to be sending you on this quest and that quest and whatever. And uh, which, is, of course, is you know at the end of the first season, exactly what's happening. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So, so yeah, it's. Uh, but at the same time, she's she's also made good relationships with a lot of people that you know the the people that you 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 you, you don't want to step on going up because of the same people you see going yep, down. Yep. So. And so she has all these people that are help; they're willing to help her because she's proven herself as being a a really decent person to them. Meanwhile, you know the real the the, the, the so-called hero, you know, hero Beta, you know, is, you know she's just been a hanger-on on the prince, and everybody's been ordered to help her. Yeah. <laughs> so she has no friends, you know. So she's very happy with the with the real uh, hero. Decides to take her under the wings because at least one person likes her now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> right. So, anyways, yeah, you, know, you 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 got to make sure that your fetch quests or whatever don't break the main quest line. Um, you know, because that's you know the main quest line is is the important thing yes. really. Uh, so fetch quests are not distractions. They serve many many important purposes in developing and enriching the game. Okay but you know you have to real you know you have to realize you know their place in you know in the in the design of the game so that you know they as they say they enrich rather than Detract. than uh well, or usurp yeah. the main okay. quest yeah. line yeah yeah now there's lots of games out there that are basically what they call open world where there, there is no main quest line all you do is do fetch quests all day long you know, or side quests, or whatever you want, and if that's what you like doing, that's fine. But we're we were talking more in the situation where, you know, in that case, a fetch quest is not a distraction because there's no main quest line to distract from. Right. <laughs> but assuming there is one, then uh, then these are the these are the uh, the guidelines that we really think you should follow. And uh, we think they'll really enhance your play. And as we keep saying, bring the awesome to your table, either from the GM side or from the player side. Got anything more to add, Trav?
1: I think that another patented Bruce Shepard outline helped our episode flow smoothly. Thank you again, sir.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to us. We hope that you'll make good use of this. Uh, I hope it rung a lot of bells as as we were going through it because, you know, the, this you know this really is a major constituent to almost every uh, in, uh, campaign design, whether it be tabletop or uh, or electronic or whatever. So uh, so you know please use use this toolbox we just gave you, and um, uh, and make your games as you know uh, not only awesome but but uh, you know but fun to play for both sides because you know it's if the if, if the game is um, um you know not every game is going to be um uh, uh oh what's what's the director that's always got the big giant tentpole action films
1: there's a lot of them i mean could be michael bay could be you know
0: i meant michael bay yeah oh, okay yeah so you know not every not every uh you know uh adventure is a michael bay you know uh uh explodes yeah. on yeah. you know it's but it doesn't mean that you can you know have a really rich, fulfilling and uh, an interesting uh, time that bi- you know that basically pushes you ever more toward the fi- you know the, the ultimate uh, quest line that is there. Uh, and uh, I would highly recommend that you always have a main quest line, even if you don't follow it, even if you abandoned it <laughs> because that acts as, as we just mentioned, a tent pole for you to hook, these side quests and fetch quests on. So, thanks for listening to us. And we will have more for you next week. But you'll have to wait. Until then. This is Bruce Sheffer saying, there are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them.
1: And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun.
0: Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts.